You're listening to the Canvas Insider, episode 56. My name is Chris Powell, and I am the Canvas admin for Western Washington University in Bellingham, Washington, the northwest of the northwest. On this episode, I want to share a clever way to limit students on how many times they can view the videos in your Canvas course. And I have a working theory pertaining to Canvas notifications and why they may not always come into your inbox. First, I recently had a consult with a professor whom I hold in high regard. They were noticing that their course with over 100 students enrolled seemed to be having dwindling attendance in the scheduled face-to-face class meetings. The professor was suspicious that their lecture videos, accessible to students in this course, were being used exclusively for their student learning. So they chose not to attend in person, just view the asynchronous videos. So the professor had a clever idea, and with some wacky ideas from yours truly, we came up with a pretty decent way to let students view the videos, but with limits. Check this out. Instead of posting the links to asynchronous lecture videos in modules or content pages, the professor created a practice quiz in their course. Not affecting student total grades or creating a column in the course gradebook, the practice quiz questions had an embedded lecture video in it. One video per question. The clever setup was this. The, prep, the professor set a 90-minute time limit for the practice quiz and gave their students only three attempts to, quote, take the quiz or view these asynchronous videos. It's approaches to course content like this that puts a big old smile on my face. And with the professor's permission, I wanted to share this idea with y'all, my super cool Canvas insiders, because in this evolving era of remote online learning, you might want to limit your students' access to your well-crafted video content in some cases. Next, I have a working theory about why some teachers of Canvas courses aren't getting notification emails sent to their institution's email. Recently, I had a different consult with a different cool professor. They were frustrated that they weren't getting emails from students in their Canvas courses, yet their Canvas inbox doth overfloweth with messages, forsooth. In our remote Zoom meeting, I enabled the professor to share their screen and we took a look at their Western Washington University Outlook email on the web, on the web browser. Turns out that the professor's junk email folder had all the Canvas notification emails in it as well as lots of university-related communiques. Yet they didn't click spam or junk on any of these valid Western emails. In fact, they wanted these emails in their darn inbox. So here's my working theory. By default, Canvas sends an email to every account's WW Outlook email. Some folks at Western probably don't like getting all those notification emails, especially from announcement-happy teachers, perhaps. So they click, this is spam, or something along those lines. And Microsoft, in its infinite wisdom of its amazing algorithm, flags Canvas notification emails as junk and routes it to the junk email folder. Then other folks at Western find their Canvas notification emails in their junk folder, click it's not junk to bring it back to the inbox, and then Microsoft's awesome algorithm updates. Back and forth, spam, junk, and not spam, junk, spam, junk, and not spam, junk. Thanks, Microsoft, for assuming we all don't know how to delete an email and moving it out of our inbox without our awareness. Smoochy boochies. Anyway, that's my working theory as to why the professor had all their email in their junk folder. Finally, as we approach the holiday shopping season, keep your eyes peeled for suspicious emails. 
a delivery attempt was made, your delivery is being held for signature, information about your order, your bank funds are overdrafted, so on and so on. Clicking on links with emails with subject lines like these can lead you down a path leading to sad times. Might want to be more suspicious of emails in the near future. And if you haven't changed the password to your personal email account yet, now is a very good time to do so. So there you have it. I appreciate you listening to episode 56 of the Canvas Insider. If you're inclined, I'd love to have you subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app you're currently rocking. And if you want to say, hey, my email is chrispowell at hey.com. Until next time, always invest in yourself. You are worth it. Thanks for listening.